up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Eliance's Heroes. Eliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups. We're our heroes in business aligned. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Eliance's. That's right. And guess what? It's time for the Experian Identity Report. And we're joined with, again, with David Britton. He is the Vice President of Strategy for Global Identity and Fraud at Experian. And he can be reached at Experian.com. In fact, it's truly incredible because, David, you were actually really one of the first internet fraud investigators. I mean, how do you like having that part of your, your bio? Yeah, it's uh, been a long journey. I'll tell you, I feel really old when we say that, but that's what we think. It was, uh, you know, mid-90s uh, in Silicon Valley when this dot-com thing was getting kicked off. Now, I think it's important because today what we're going to talk to is a hot topic. It is mentioned every day, probably every five, ten minutes in business news and consumer news and that. In fact, I'm going to get right into it, too. From what I understand is, is that banks and other financial institutions are under constant pressure to prevent fraud. It happens at unbelievable amount of rates. And the latest and threats come really from the world of crypto and blockchain. It is what it is. However, you know, there's newly initiated crypto is digital designed to work as a medium or exchange for buying, selling and transferring. Right. And some consumers were still trying to understand it all. But there's a lot of fraud that's with it. So let's talk about, David, the risks associated with crypto and fraudsters really who operate in this environment. Yeah, well, first of all, thanks again for having me, David. It's always a pleasure. And I, I, you're right. Crypto is a really hot topic. And there are risks associated with crypto. And it's um, when people think about crypto, they think, well, it's a really volatile currency, right? Even though people don't necessarily understand all of the inner workings of it. You've seen in the news that cryptocurrency keeps going up and down, right? That's one level of risk. But the risk that we're talking about here is, is perhaps more of the, the really dangerous risk, which is the risk of fraud in this environment. You have to remember the internet itself and, and the digital environment is an anonymous one by design and by nature. It's never been designed with, uh, with a, a security in mind. There's no underlying security protocols on the internet. There are some things that we've added to it, but anonymity is a big part of that. And cryptocurrency is sort of the latest incarnation of really anonymous ways of moving money around. Well, if you're a bad guy, that's, that's like a dream environment for you. If you're trying to move money and you don't want governments or others to know about it or to steal money, cryptocurrency becomes a really effective way of doing that. And it's been a bit of a wild west over the last several years to, uh, that they've taken full advantage of. And now they've moved not just to moving their own money around, but to, to stealing from people that may have accounts in the space. And how they do that is part of the discussion we'll have. But what are the different ways that fraudsters can attack uh crypto and the banks and really financial institutions that hold it. I mean, there's so many ways that they can go ahead and, and write and attack it, attack them. And then we're all affected by it. Uh, talk to me about that, please, the risks. Yeah. So it, it helps to understand a little bit perhaps of how crypto works. Like how do you get cryptocurrency? Well, you have to, you have to buy it. Right. And so how do you buy it? Well, you buy it with real money. <laughs> that's, that's the first part. So the way you do this is that people will set up, they'll, they'll, put a, they'll set up an, uh, a link between an existing bank account or credit card 
and then go and purchase cryptocurrency uh, using that money. So now you're tur- you're turning real what we call fiat currency dollars into cryptocurrency. Once you've done that, well, first of all, that connection right there is where the fraudsters are already taking advantage. They may actually break into your bank account and set up a connection to a cryptocurrency exchange and start to on-ramp your money into their cryptocurrency account. And that's what we call an account takeover of your traditional bank account. So they're not actually doing anything in the crypto side yet, but they're just you know, stealing your login credentials and they're logging into your bank account and setting up a connection to your to, to a cryptocurrency account and moving money out. So that's the first way. The second way is that they can start to gain access and do the same thing. In If you have cryptocurrency, they can take over, try to break into your cryptocurrency account and move money around. And then the third one that we see is that um, there are a lot of scams. There are a lot of people that are being convinced to uh, move money by, by crypto or there's promises of great returns on cryptocurrency. So you should move your money in here. And oh, by the way, I'm going to be your broker. So make sure I have access to your crypto account as well. And so there are some scams that people are unfortunately falling prey to where the fraudsters are, are aggressively working with social media to try to get people to go invest in crypto. And then they will actually drain those accounts because they have joint control over them. So there's a number of different ways the fraud is happening in this market. Now, the important thing, though, too, is, is what role really does the identity play in preventing crypto fraud? How does that take place? Yeah, so identity becomes really important because, uh, and as we said, if the internet is anonymous, even in your traditional bank, the, where, where banks are slightly different is that there's regulations by the government that says if a bank is going to serve a customer, the bank has to know your customer. It's called KYC, know your mm-hmm. customer. And there's a whole set of requirements that the bank has to go through to do that. When you get into non-regulated markets that are not banks, like cryptocurrency or even e-commerce and other things, there's no requirement from the government to do that. But in a digital world, knowing who's on the other end of the wire is critical if you're going to have a safe and growing business or if you want to serve your customers well, right? You have to know who you're, who you're serving. So identity becomes a bit of a cornerstone to how you actually serve your customers well and prevent fraudsters from gaining access. And so identity starts to live at the heart of good business practice and fraud prevention and risk risk mitigation. Well, so David, I think it's important and we need to know this really is, is what is Experian doing really to prevent this fraud? In fact, too, is, is are there uh, identity products, solutions, other things that Experian actually offers, has developed, has come out with? Yeah, there are several. And I think the way to think about it is if we think of identity in the offline world, right? When when I've met you, David, you you and I have met each other. I know what you look like. I know how your voice sounds. I know generally how you interact with me. All of those things are part of the identity that I associate with David Kogan and you associate with me. What we have in the digital world is we're all represented by our proxies, which are our devices, right? Our do- a device is a proxy for me online because I'm not literally on- online myself as a physical human being. If you take that same analogy, though, and you start to look at the various elements of data that might be useful to build a profile of an identity of a person, which device do they use? David often uses an iPhone. So is, is this person using an iPhone or is it a different device, Android device? Um, how, you know, are, are there are identity verification products like is this name, address and date of birth? Does this actually align to David Britton or not? 
And so Experian has a whole series of capabilities, both what we would call traditional identity verification capabilities on identity data, but then also technologies and digital capabilities that we can bring together. And then we also have the technology that allows us to stitch all of this together to have a better understanding in a way that allows us to really say, this is actually David, and it's important that you know that it's David before they, you allow them to do transactions on your site or in your business. And that we extend that then to helping people, uh, helping banks and others, crypto exchanges to, to not allow fraudsters to come into the wrong bank account, right? We have easy ways to do that. And so those are the kinds of things that we'll layer in as part of the overall sense of an identity profile in the digital world for the purposes of keeping great client engagement and, and good consumer uh, experiences alive while also immediately being able to identify fraud. That's great. And again, we have all different types of listeners. And I probably could tell you, safe to say, we have bank presidents, people in the banking world and that. So really, what's the call to action for these banks and others that are currently offering crypto to their customers? Yeah, I would say... Um, Reach out to Experian, and if you have an Experian representative already, talk to them about what we can be doing because uh, in digital identity as well as digital risk management, uh, it starts with when you open up a new account, it goes to when people are logging into your accounts, it goes to are they moving money in and out of your accounts, and we have solutions that can cover the entire breadth of the journey of the consumer. Uh, and if you're hoping or thinking you need to move into engaging and, and putting crypto as an offering in your, in your system or connecting to cryptocurrencies, allowing you to do so, we've got solutions that can help you do that safely. Well, David, again, thank you so much for the segment today for the Experian Identity Report. It's just critical information that people have got to know. Again, we've had with us David Britton, Vice President of Strategy for Global Identity and Fraud at Experian. He can be reached at Experian.com. You know he doesn't sleep because he's constantly working on helping to protect and keep people safe. That's right. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show.